like to turn my uh, headphones on to the mode where you can hear hear the outside noises when we're doing this, so I can kind of hear myself better. You can hear Steve. Yeah, you can definitely hear Steve. He hasn't made any uh, noise yet this morning. It's a little damp outside. They've maybe got you him know? inside. Yeah, he may not want to be out here right now. My dogs aren't aren't even out here. Well, my dogs are lingering underneath the bar where my children are sitting, hoping for a stray cocoa puff to fall. Shouts out to uh, those that observe muddy dog paw season right now. It's a total mud pit out here because of the pool. Like it, it's it's and, and I don't have anything. I can't do anything because you, you don't get go get sod on Christmas Eve, do you, dads? If there's one thing dads know, it's sod. And we're not getting sod right now. We're not in sod season. Uh, I got patches that and I think we've talked about it that the last winter just killed. Yes, I am. And a, and a whole side yard, right? A whole side yard, like just a, a big old swingy side just, yard. Just so much side. The side has a side. Yeah, we could build another house on this side yard, and uh, it's all mud. And every day, two to three times a day, I look at it and like. All right, so here's what I got to do. I got to get some, some, uh, I got to dig out a trench. I got to get some little level rock, put a pipe in there, get a little, get a little, uh, traffic conductor for drainage there, connect that into the gutter. Once I get that, I can come back through with some leveling soil. And then right after I do that, I can freshly sod it. It'll still take it this time of year, but Ryland's right. It's freaking. When you first start having that conversation, it's Halloween. And then about five minutes later, you're having that conversation. It's the week of Christmas or within mm-hmm. a week of Christmas. And you're like, I don't have time to do this. The one quote I got was in the thousands. I don't I don't have thousands and Christmas time and whatever no. is going to pop up in addition to Christmas time right now. You, like You definitely cannot take on a moderate size outdoor project where you got to pay for it during Christmas time. But I will say, you know, I don't like to pay for a lot of the outside stuff, but I did pay a guy to redo some of my drainage a few years ago. I'm sure we've talked about it on here because this is the official podcast of drainage in the 114 corridor, Mm -hmm. residential drainage. And um, it was worth every penny, man. Like it really was. I I, want to call him back out to check on a few things now that it's been a few years, but, uh, that I think is, <coughs> excuse me, that I think is worth paying for. So, Brad, your your dead spots, is this shade related? Is this dog running around related? All of the above? What are I our think root causes here? Twofold. Shade, least amount of sun contact. So the, the St. Augustine being weak and frail didn't ever dry out and get back to temperature when it was super cold snowy and icy so it it's the part where it was going to sit wet and cold the longest and as such did i tell y'all and then we'll wrap up the intro the whole western side of the house is what i'm talking about so the side yard is on the western side of the house but then the west part of my front yard also connects to this side yard and it's separated by a gate Huge tree out in the front yard, if you remember. His his yards have multiple directional areas and gates. There you go. It's embarrassing. So did I I tell y'all that I got communication from the city? No. No, I don't think so. Do you need a consultant? No, I don't. But I will say one of the most bullshit-ass reasons I feel like the city could ever communicate with you, the side yard where it joins the public's or the front Part, the part of my front yard where it joins, joins the public sidewalk is kind of flushed out right now because it's the part that connects to the side yard. And that St. Augustine is in this same shadow. And it stays cold and wet over there and it died. So because there's no grass, there's no water retention. And when it rains, like it did maybe a couple months ago, rained a hard and rained for like two, three days. You can get some washout, and this particular washout happened on the sidewalk. So there was about an 18-inch in diameter, 
kind of puddle of dried up mud that was left over from the washout. Okay. Very common in our part of town. Very, very <clears throat> common. And Maybe they contacted you for that? A quarter of an inch tall, but it's on the public sidewalk. So it's viewed as unsafe or unslightly, unsightly. So I got a letter that said you have two weeks to clean up the sidewalk. And we suggest that you lay down some sort of fast growing seed or some sort of sod so as to defeat the washout. The only way that happens, God almighty, the only way that happens, Brad, is if someone calls them. Some, I'm going to, I'm going to say it, some fuck <coughs> calls them. That's the only way that happens. So now you're looking at your neighbor sideways. You yeah. are now, you are now on a mission. You need to and I'm talking because I've got, there's areas around here where it, it like the sidewalk is practically mossy only on a person's property line from one corner to the other corner. And it, the, the the sidewalk was only poured like five, six years ago. Back in the day, I even like two or three years ago, I told like our streets guy, I was like, man, do y'all want to do anything about that? And he was like, I because it's so obvious. He just said, it's not worth it because it'll come right back. Whatever they do, it'll come right back. So somebody called. So Let I, me ask I you a question. Your ass. Yeah, go ahead, Jace. And I, don't, I hate to even bring this up because I hate to even suggest this. Is it possible that your is it possible oh. that your oh. that your wife called on you? Oh yeah, Jason. I'm just asking Human a question. Dance. Human dance. Human dance. Human dance. Human dance. Human human dance. 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 Podcast. Human dance. Podcast. Human dance. Podcast. Human human dance. Get up off your ass. Human dance. Podcast. Human dance. Podcast. Human dance. Podcast. Human human dance. Get up off your ass. Oh your mom. 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 Are you still doing your your uh, YouTube? I forget what you call it. YouTube thing or whatever. The podcast. Podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty fun. It is fun. Get up off your ass for the Human Dads podcast. Dude, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? You don't hey, like it? You're the worst. I love it. I love it. Hey, can I give you guys? Can I let you it's guys a know? Christmas I've, present for you. I've been notified of an urgent problem on my phone during the intro. This is live reporting here. Oh, hold on. Here we go. Is this like the Christian Wood uh, sign? Almost, almost as big as that. It's from the president. I got a text message from Swulston08 at yahoo.com. Hello, dear user. Your package has arrived at the warehouse and cannot be delivered due to incomplete address information. Confirm your address at the link and we will send it within 24 hours. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash USPS dot DCFEP dot top. Please reply to Y, then exit the text message and open it again to activate the link or copy and open the link into your Safari browser. The U.S. Postal Team wishes you a wonderful day. I'm so lucky that they told me about this because oh. there's a Christmas present. That wasn't going to get delivered yep. on time if I don't click on dcfep.top. Yeah, before, good job, dude. I'm glad that they sent that to you, dear Before user. lunch. Yeah. So check your text uh, this time of year and click on all the links. You're different than me because I would have just ignored that. I did, but I, we were talking to each other. And so I thought it'd be funny to tell y'all what swoolston08 at yahoo.com. Trusty U- United States Postal Service employee that we all know. Can I tell you to help me this morning? Speaking of presents, my major dilemma I have right now. 
Okay. I don't know if you have an agenda for this show, but I have something right off the top. I was going to ask you a couple questions, so might as well fire off. So um, this year, uh, I did two relatively large presents for the two boys in my house. One for each of them. Much larger than I would typically do. Costumes. <clears throat> and um, one of them has arrived. The other one I ordered on December 18th, trusting oh. that oh, Amazon.com would oh, would come through like they have been known to do in the past and um that package was as of yesterday was supposed to deliver yesterday on the app hadn't shipped yet but they said don't worry it's going to be there today just hasn't showed and shipped I'm like that I'm not I don't feel confident it did not show up it's only 9.20. Well, it's 9.20 the next day. That's true. Oh, so now we're a day behind, a day behind. Yeah. So uh, so I messaged them this morning and spoke with him. I think his name was Abed. I'm almost positive it was Abed. Shout Our out. Chat. Yeah, shout out. He was a very nice guy, but he assured me that this would be delivered today and that we were in the final shipping stages and they could not cancel my order could was this uh was this an amazon person you were talking to or a, yes a, another seller okay this is an amazon it's sold by amazon it's in final stages cannot cancel now this is big enough to where i'm not super comfortable going to buy another one while i have one purchased and on its way i mean it's fine but i would rather not do that did you order a puppy from Amazon? I did not know. Do they sell those? Good. There you go, supporting the Amazon puppy mill, the highly controversial yeah, what a <laughs> Amazon yeah. puppy mill. Mr. Uh, Mr. Don't worry, it would only be Jason's second puppy mill dog. Might Mr. as well be talking about Gaza on the podcast if we're going to talk about the highly controversial Amazon puppy mill. Mr. Golden Doodle over there. Yeah, I so rescued anyway. my Golden Doodle. So have we made the call? Are we going to go look for a last minute puppy just to fill the void or? Well, the, we're dude, we are rolling the dice. Hardcore. Going to buy him a we're, civic or like... we're hoping we're hoping that that little puppy gets here in its box with a couple holes poked in the top by today. And if not, we're going to do that a Christmas just been in, If it's just been sitting in the warehouse the past few days, it's dead. No, I think they drop like a little, I think they put it outside so that you can get a little puddle of water there on the inside of the cardboard box. And then it's just licking cardboard to yeah. extract any moisture it can from it? Yeah, nutrients from the cardboard. What about food? Do you think it just starts eating the box? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, as we all do eventually, right? When I order... Not for survival. Well... Depends on your definition of survival, buddy. You had that ultimatum put towards you? <laughs> you you had to wait that long? You got the... It's time to be the puppy at the bottom yeah. of a box stuck in a warehouse and you got to eat your way out of the box or it's over? That, that, I'm, no, that, I'm no DJ Khaled, bro. I'm, that's, not, that's not me. That's not me, daddy. <sighs> so you... you <laughs> last me, minute... Daddy. I love that. That's one of the things I, you know, Brad, you said something on Twitter about catching on to phrases and sayings and then finding yourself repeating them for a week or whatever. That was one. I don't, I don't do that often, but it ain't me. Daddy is one that <laughs> for a couple weeks. It ain't me. Daddy will be in my brain. TC uh, mentioned it. TC mentioned it on the IJB podcast with our friend Jake. And he said, he gets stuff stuck in his head to where he'll just be saying it to himself, like around the house by himself yeah. for nobody. And that's my a hundred percent life right now. I am stuck on bill Belichick, Seattle, and I've got a nice little remix playlet in my head that maybe I'll give you guys. <laughs> just but, Seattle. Yeah. Seattle. Uh, Seattle. In my Seattle. mind though, like bill Belichick is like the uh, redemptive character in like a, like a, a Rudy type movie. And that press conference is if you just listen to the audio, you could trick yourself into this. When he's saying Seattle, 
if you just listen to the audio, you can pretend like you're hearing emotion in his voice, like he's holding back like tears and defeat. Like it's a like, like it's a frog throat. Yeah, he's of... like Seattle. Yeah. Seattle. And and the pray the press is just like bullying him, and he's just like Seattle. And and like news spreads throughout the facility that that this Seattle moment is happening. So the team comes to the wings of the press conference and they're like he's, witnessing. It's the him. secret play. It's the name of the secret play he's been waiting to call his whole career. And then just when he like, says it, the whole team knows what to do. And the first thing is to assemble in the press conference briefing area. The the press is like, how many times have you been on the plane with Trump and Epstein? And he's like, Seattle. And the doors fly open. Linebackers and the players first. are all yeah. uh, players are all there waiting for him to come off. And he he comes off and he looks them all in the eyes. And one of them, like a no name you've never heard of, looks back in his eyes and is like, Seattle. And it's like the slow clap, but we're not clapping yet. We're just music. Music is swelling in the background. Pans over to, to Will Fork, and Will Fork is like Seattle. And it pans over to Gronk, and Gronk is like Seattle. And then a couple of guys start, yeah. Seattle, Seattle, and then he pans over to Brady, and Brady's got his hand in the air, and he looks at everybody to make sure he's commanding the room, and he's like, "Fucking Seattle!" And then over in the over in the corner, just off from the crowd, Zeke Elliott has his uh, has his cropped well, uh, athletic 20, shirt pulled up, like and it says he's got a tattoo across the bottom of his belly that says Seattle. He no, this is now. So. In my mind, Seattle happened back in the past. But this is what goes through my head as I'm by myself walking around doing the dishes each day. And it ain't me, Daddy. Used to be like a response I would have to fight in my head before I responded to somebody with a real answer. Or somebody's yes. like, hey, at work, hey, did uh, did you tell Dr. Smith they could have this denture by 12? And my first, my initial response is, hey, me, daddy. That's it. And, You're telling me that's my that's my problem. That's my that thing. And hey, me, daddy. And, you know, and then I come out with the, no, I didn't speak to Dr. Smith's office at all yesterday. Uh, so, so it wasn't me. So, Jace, the, the only time that I can remember having a delivery issue with Amazon, <clears throat> it was just, like, sorry, it's never coming. You know, I, I've never had it be the, I've never had it be more than a day delayed and have it actually show up. And it rarely yeah. happens. Like you said, it rarely happens. Um, but you know, I mean, the, the four times it's happened in the last five years or whatever, if it's not a day delayed, it ain't, it ain't coming, daddy. I, I think you got a, uh, I think you got a Christmas miracle happening. You got to cut, uh, cut the picture of the gift out of, yeah, something print, like print it out, cut it out, put it in an envelope, let him open it, and then say, um, <laughs> "Here's what you a do. bed, a bed, a bed has a message for you." And you hand him the phone. Yeah, yeah here's what you do. A bed says, "Listen, man, I'm sorry. I, I know you. I know you don't have a gift, but I promise it's coming. Here's the tracking number. Just have the. And then you make it like the, you make it like the Santa tracker. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. screenshot the the gift, right? You screenshot mm -hmm. that shows like the order history in the Amazon, right? Mm -hmm. screenshot that and then you screenshot the chat and you're like old dad did the best he could yeah it may be the Bef only option guys before we get to big jace content which i know is coming i do want to give a couple of christmas announcements the first oh, is good um is this I have gravy a, adjacent not not gravy adjacent this is candle adjacent i have a okay. candle update to start with sad to report that for the first time the first gift cycle in my wife's many years of working at a school district, no kids brought a candle. Whoa. Okay. Now, as as long-time right? listeners of Human Dads will know that we've never bought a candle because of the school gift cycle keeps the candle supply going. So we're okay. We, we can survive. We have enough stockpiled. But, you know, if it doesn't pick back up during... I guess somewhere around end of school or if there's a teacher appreciation, although she's not a teacher person appreciation day thing, mm -hmm. we may have to buy a candle or two, yeah. which is something we haven't had to do in a really long time. Second is, well, I just want to tell you become accustomed to that candle lifestyle, right? Like you can't just not yeah. have a candle. It's in every room now. There's yeah, a dude. candle. Yeah. That's so hard. we've, 
we're chasing the dragon now and we need yeah. more candles. And um, I want to sincerely apologize to sincerely anybody and everybody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who didn't get a Christmas card from us this year. Mm. We don't really have very many listeners that would qualify because um, most people that know me in real life know better than to listen to me on a podcast. But mm. um, we only do Christmas cards on even years now. Oh, um, smart. Because that's what I've negotiated for family pictures. And we used to just send pictures of the kids out on odd years, but we've just decided not to do that anymore. So I just want everybody to know that, yes, you still are on my Christmas card list, but there's just no Christmas card this year. I didn't get one. I think that's why he's saying this. No, none of y'all did. I, yeah. I think, but I he's doing it for me. Well, I didn't get yeah, one. I thought maybe your feelings would be hurt, so I wanted to let you know. A little know. bit hurt, but I'll tell you this. You're not alone. I feel like, for whatever reason, this is like the lowest populated Christmas card year. I think, I have a theory that, you know, yeah. because you're you're getting Christmas cards from people who are probably your friends. If they're your friends, they're in a similar stage in life or a similar age bracket. And I think the Christmas card dies when your kids get to like a certain, like a certain when you don't have a new annual picture to kind of show the little kids being a little less little or a little more toddlery or things like that, it definitely moves the needle in the away from the enthusiasm side of it. And so I, I agree. I think that's it. And we're not the ev- type, not that there's anything wrong with this, but we're not the type that's going to send you an upscale up, update on what the middle schoolers are doing or middle schooler slash third grader is doing. We're not, that's not us. So, yeah, you know, we're just – I still got love for everybody. The only people that are going to hear this that get a Christmas card are you guys, Adam and Simon, maybe, and that's about it. But Shout out, Adam. If, Shout out, Simon. But if there's anybody else that I'm forgetting or not thinking about, or if this just gets out, you know, if this just gets out on the socials, I love all of y'all. I just didn't want to send anybody a Christmas card this year, and neither did Courtney. And that's actually what matters is what she wants to do. Yep, there you go. For sure. Um, I'm not. A, I'm not the card person. I do think the like if you want to keep it short and sweet with the hey, here's what we're up to. Great. But if you want oh, to do, yeah, a great example. One of my our favorite best friend, family, friend, people, they had a thing on the back of their card that just said so-and-so son is checking out colleges. He kind of wants to, it might've said where he wants to go. So-and-so daughter's working <coughs> on her this and this, you know, it was like three sentences. That I like is that stuff. I like Steph's that. Kissed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of that. Short, short and sweet. If you yeah. want to wrap up what you did the year, fine. Cool. If you want to print Got on out a podcast a- and showed my feet. <sighs> oh yeah. There we go. 2023. I don't know if you can tell I'm under the weather. I'm under the weather and you're going to do this to me. Uh, If you want to put a whole like Bible verse on the back of the, the thing. Like, come on. It's Christmas. I don't need this shit. (laughs) Just what verse would you put on there? If you put one on there. I saw your favorite verse. I are they calling them verses? Two Corinthians. Yeah. The only one that everybody knows by heart because of all the weddings. Love is kind. Love is saying, hey, come in here and look at this and tell me if it's weird. Yeah, I can't I can't <laughs> see it in the mirror, so I need you to That's what love is. Um so I, seriously it's on my back will you just i don't like if yes yeah, sometimes i get stuff back there but this feels weird can you just yeah. i can't get a good angle i'm too big of a boy mm-hmm. here can you just look at it just squeeze it a little bit and then she's like you disgust me and mm-hmm. then you're like Ugh, thanks for that appreciate it uh jace you had a hell of a uh, a week it sounds like was going to ask you about dark showers because you mentioned that at the last uh, bit of the podcast, but now mm. I don't think you should be doing anything other than taking the most careful showers <laughs> possible. Now I'm not going to 
blow the load for you. What happened? It's been a rough year, guys, for me. It's been a rough health year for me. As you you remember, I uh, struggled very deeply with back issues all all year long. I um, I to that point, real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm clearly a little nasally right now. I don't think we've had a show all year where all three of us were full force. No, like, I don't think so either. If one of us isn't sick, somebody's got a hip that they're seeing the doctor for yeah, the gout couple days. issues or yep. like a maybe a gout foot that from pickleball that you're limping on or, you know, like Diarrhea. I was last week or stomach issues. I don't mm-hmm. think we've had one show, which, by the way, I th- also think this is our most consistent year of performance from showing up. I don't. Yeah, we did power through a lot. I, I maybe I had it. Maybe had a. A, a bunch of cashews and then chased it with a smoothie <laughs> a, pro, a protein like, bar my entire diet that day was a coffee two handfuls of cashews and then a uh pre-workout loaded smoothie. protein smoothie at like 4 p.m followed by a a, a, a digestion induced nap and a podcast where he I, wasn't uh, doing well that day like the, that was the worst i've ever seen rylan that was the um the chart so risk was the chart risk was red. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we've like powered. it's like the remember like the terrorism level alert orange, <laughs> green, blue, green, orange, red, whatever. It was red. We they don't use, do they use that anymore. Remember when that came out right after nine eleven? We're gonna have colors, you guys, to make you know whether or not you days. need to be scared. And then it just like stayed in the middle all the time. And then that couple times they bumped it up to high middle. Nothing ever happened. And then they forgot about it, which. It reminds me of when they put a stoplight in our cafeteria in elementary school to try and tell us we were being too loud. So we fought through, but we haven't been full force. Yeah. Been a rough year for you in particular, especially with the back that required the the flop and fold surgery where they mm-hmm. move you from one table to the next. I can't even imagine what that must have looked like. So glad that I'll never have to be embarrassed by a video of what that looked like just throwing just you about like a signaling flopping out from yeah. underneath the the just hospital gown just, just wagging all, down there just all smashed up and yeah. at the at its worst possible position how does, how does your little utter woman... sack of balls is just floating <laughs> about how does any woman or anyone that uh, you know has to see loves, that. loves loves men how do they ever have sex with anybody ever again if they I work in know. that line of work i have no idea mm. it's disgusting. I, I don't i don't think I... it's horrible it's horrible and i'm i feel awful that anyone had to see that but yeah i had to experience that and then and then on uh thursday i'm sitting in my chair just like i'm sitting right now with you guys and i'm in the middle of interviewing a potential candidate for a job that i'm trying to fill Okay, so this is a this is a stranger. This is a stranger. (laughs) Great. Not only a stranger, but but a stranger with whom you want to preserve your credibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And professionalism. Yeah, for sure. Things of of that nature, vis a vis. Yes. Corporate America. Correct. I'm trying to. I'm trying to just add one more qualifier. It's remote. Yes. So they, not in the same room as you. Correct. Yes, this is all okay. via via Zoom. So I'm sitting there and um, I'm doing the interview, and I think I looked down at my watch. If I remember right, I think I felt a buzz on my watch, and I looked down at my watch, looked at whatever was buzzing at that moment, and looked right back up at the screen. And when I looked back up at the screen, something was not right. And when I looked back up at the screen. It just felt, you know, that feeling when you're, um, you're driving on a road and you hit a little bump and, or you, you, you know, you start head downhill and you feel that little thing in your stomach and your, your head kind of floats for a second. It was like that, but instead of headed down a road, like I just drove straight off a cliff. You know what other driving scenario? I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I feel like this would be more applicable to what you said because I can deal with the quick little rush of the tummy real mm-hmm. quick. Have you ever pulled in while somebody is reversing out? And so the 
the two changes of directions still make you feel like you're going, but you're yeah. not. You're you're you, stopped. You think you're going to hit the bollard in front of the convenience store, even though yeah. you put your car in park and you have a brief moment of what the fuck's wrong with me? Yeah, yeah. because the car one. to your right is moving back. Yep, I've that's had that a good happen. One. That's a that's a great. It's example. A, it freaks me yeah. out every single time because yeah. you can't feel it. You're like I'm stopped. I can't stop anymore. Yeah, those you're standing on the brake, kind of <laughs> as a just sort of a. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and so like this, you do it like this, yeah, oh. just like that. So I um, so I had that feeling, and I knew something was wrong. It didn't go away immediately. Like sometimes that happens. Like you just get a quick weird dizzy sure. moment um it happens for me it has been happening for me more lately and i just thought this was a result of like the older you get the dizzier you get more often i don't know um we've talked about this getting older means that you fall or, or almost fall all the time yeah just we talked about reasons. that specifically how yeah. you just lose your balance more yes drop things yeah you drop, drop things. things you don't have the hand strength as much Unless it, you know, when it counts. I think but, all of it working in conjunction is what stops happening. Like the right. balance, the holding things, the moving all at the same time is what the breakdown is. It's not necessarily one of the three, but it's doing it all together. Yes, exactly. So, uh, so shit does not feel good. Meanwhile, this guy's like telling a story about when he worked <laughs> at some printer or something. And I'm telling you what my biggest fault is. My biggest fault is that I'm a details guy and I, I can't, can't let go yeah. of the details. Uh, yeah, and I'm and I'm sitting there just like, oh Jesus Christ, please. <laughs> now, luckily, I'm not alone. There's a there's another interviewer with me okay. doing so. The, so um, I didn't have to carry the load, but I'm I'm struggling. And it's, immediately when this hits, like the second it hits, my hands and my feet are sweating. Just mm. my hands and my feet. Like it's so weird. It's like a a, a switch went off uh and i'm like dude something's not. so anyway we were near the end i powered through it i even asking questions is weird but i was like okay i need to go lay down into the interview stood up went to go lay down when i laid down that's when that's when it really hit and uh i if i move my head an inch dude like even the slightest movement of head felt like I had just whipped my entire head around 360 degrees. But this just, it, it came on quickly is what you're saying. You're yes. sitting there uh, on the call and you're talking and then just 10 seconds later, it's this intense. Yes. So I'm laying in bed and if I stay completely still, I, it's tolerable, but you know, the anxiety kicks in because you don't know what's happening to you. You're like, am I having a stroke? Am I dying? So that part, you're dealing with that part in addition to the, the crazy um, dizziness. And so I'm alone with two of the kids at home at this point. Oof. And I'm like, I've never thought this in my life. Maybe here and there when I was really sick. Um over the, the 43 years of life I've had. But I was like, I think I have to call 911. Because I didn't know, I had no idea what was going on. And I Like I could, if, if an intruder came into my home and tried to hurt my kids, I would not have been able to fight them off. And that was kind of what was in my head. Like if I can't maintain, like if something happened to my kids, then that to me is the, that's the moment you got to call. But you know, an intruder. If anybody's coming to your house, Jace, it's Miss Texas. Yeah, I thought about that too. But if I'm like, if I can't look good for Miss Texas, that's a nine one one call. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yep. Funny how your first uh, reaction or first thought process is like, can I protect the pack here, or can I make sure that I can, uh, you know, present in front of the pack here? Should something? Yeah, it's a very primate driven uh reaction it is weird, it's something right? way down deep in the in the bowels of your brain <laughs> not, like, feel that way. not like can i get one foot on the ground right now you don't even like we don't go necessarily to like the first step we we not like can i start testing some of my motor skills it's automatically like i don't know what the hell's going on right now but if i had to pick one of my kids up to save them from this fire that's about to happen I think we're all burning. 
Yeah. Um, when you're in moments like this, where you're you're not sure if you're like you you your body is telling you that you could be like this could be it it is weird the stuff that runs through your head and it, it does sort of immediately make uh your priorities very clear to you um and so for the first time that i can ever remember seriously at least for sure as an adult i, I picked up the phone dialed nine one one. I don't remember ever dialing 911 ever in my life. I think that's pretty. I, I mean, if somebody's told you I've called 911 twice, you're like, what do you live in a, an abusive relationship or like, what, yeah, do, you, what guess, do you do? What do you do for a, I would think that somebody's only calling once or twice in their whole life. I was that's thinking just, though, like, you know, you come across an accident or somebody else gets hurt or, I don't know. I guess I, I, I don't, I'd be interested. Hey, uh, comment and like the video and tell us how many times you've called 911 uh, on this. I think uh, I've called once from a pizza place when I saw a motorcycle rear, rear end a Ford Explorer and then go flying through and the person go flying through said Ford Explorer. Oh, dear. And our next thought was, hey, these people are going to be here for a minute. Let's go take them some Diet Coke. Oh, my God. How old were you? Nineteen. No, okay. Did he go th straight through the back Checks window out. and out the front window? Oh uh, my god! Stopped in the vehicle. Alive. Did y'all hear about? Really lived? Alive. Did was the was the, the motorcycle driver completely at fault? Uh, Usually. I don't. I I if you rear end somebody, those, most of the time it is. I just wonder. It's one of those things where you like. You're kind of watching it, but you only really remember like the super slow-mo vivid part. I don't know what led up to it. I can't tell you, but I can tell you where exactly where it happened on the curb right past the turn in for uh, the pizza place that I worked at in Plano. And Well, because my first thought is if, if the three people in there were in the Jeep, mom's driving, kids are in there, and this happened, they're just minding their own business and – bro rear ends them at a high rate of speed and flies into the jeep those three people would never recover that'd be it they, yeah. they could walk out without a scratch still that'd be it they'd be done yeah they'd be done did y'all that's one of my biggest fears is like this traumatic thing that you didn't even somehow if you screwed up to cause it it makes it better why is that what's wrong with me to think that but i hate i hate the idea of something just happening that, that you were just wrong place wrong time and then it F's you forever. It wouldn't even bother me at all. I just don't keep, think about it. I'm sure. Keep driving like the guy in the uh, Mitsubishi or Eclipse or whatever the other day that drove from like Cockrell Hill to, to, White, to Settlement. White Settlement. That's what I was going to ask you guys. Did you, you saw that, right? How insane is that story? That is, I, I, I want to know what all was in his system because that is. For those of you that didn't see it, a guy. Wild. It's a homeless person. He's blackout messed up. The homeless person flies into his car through the windshield. In the process, loses at least some parts of his body. We know that there legs, were body at least. parts. Yeah, okay, legs, legs. At least, at least, just like chop the legs right off. Yeah, and the legs were left behind on the street, and the body, and then he drove like thirty miles easily with a. A homeless man's body to a jack-in-the-box parking lot and then just sat there like looking at his phone or something where some people had to like witness what was going on and say hey guys i oh he, i'm sorry he got out and he walked into the jack-in-the-box i think he asked them for a car charger as he's covered in blood oh god and they See, said I didn't read because i don't I don't want to know all this shit. Somebody okay. in a, a jack in the box at like call it one thirty two o'clock in the morning. You know, they've seen some shit and they were like, uh, it's time to get on the horn. And they sent out a welfare check because the guy went back to his car to just sit there with half of what we could assume is a human body just sitting in the front seat with him and a busted ass windshield and who knows what else on his his car. I feel like, and this is going to sound crazy though. I feel like you hear about these like one every once every few years because 
there was another one somewhere out there in Tarrant County where the person like knowingly yeah, like I remember that drove the body drove with the body possibly still alive and dying lodged tried into to, the windshield yeah, and just kind of tried it to cover it up garage. or something yeah oh yeah all gurgling right there in the windshield just i uh, think that's, it's it's so it's such a wild story every time it happens you hear the whole story but you're right that, and that was just a couple years ago i feel like it went that long ago somebody's gonna be like that was 2007 it'll be like oh. it's awful no i think it was post-covid or maybe just maybe pre pre early but it was not long ago. These things should not be happening enough for us to be like, which podcast year were we in when it happened? So, Jace, you call 911 and the operator's like, don't worry, we'll send a police officer to sit out in front of your car so in case there are any threats, or sit out in front of your house, yeah, right. in case there are any right. threats, right? you, you can handle they, whatever you're yes. dealing with, but the, the police officer will handle any of the, the threats. Yeah, I asked them just to send a, send a, send a police officer out to, to sort of hang out in front of my house. If Miss Texas comes by, try and look cute, yeah. act cool. But fix my Act hair like for nothing's me. wrong. Yeah. Fix my hair for me and make sure that I don't have flop wiener uh, because I can't adjust myself. <laughs> fix myself. No, but um, I could you touch call my flop itself sack was, for me? <laughs> call itself was very, very quick. Um, she's like, hey, what's going on? Uh, I, I was having a hard time explaining things because I'm struggling closed but she got my information she said i'll get someone out there really fast i would say that there was someone at my house it felt like maybe five minutes later max it was fast garland or richardson i have no idea okay it was it was a fire paramedic person you're right in the middle yeah i don't know i don't know who it was so so the guys there's two dudes that look exactly like you would expect firefighters to look like made you mustache. feel safe made me feel very safe both had mustaches uh yeah. one was shorter but burly the other one was taller also burly firefighters man hot as hell as usual shirts oh, too tight shirts they're too the tight. best yeah they're the, yeah, best. the they, best they know they know how to they know how to render aid and care in a medical setting and they can mm -hmm. figure out how to put out a fire they can go get a cat out of the tree they yeah, probably anything. can they probably can fix a lot of shit under duress because that's what they're spending their time doing on their downtime. Listen, yeah. man. It too many clean tattoos. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably it's like a tattoo. A, it's, it's not supposed to be like so perfect. Like it's like a it's like an anchor or something too. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like an anchor underneath a hairy arm that's yeah. overly tan because they're outside fixing fences all day. Obviously. Yeah. Side, uh, side gig. Big side gig. Of uh, course. It, Fencing is Fixing a big fences. firefighter. Any firefighter side gig, you you know you're getting the call because people yeah. love to look it up on the internet and find oh firefight fireman's moving hell yeah of I course guys love firehouse subs love uh, a couple of firefighters and a and a kid moving company whatever so don't think they should be out on the street with the boot collecting charity though no I don't like that we don't want anyone doing that putting a resolution out right now we're not doing that anymore when I sit mm, on the town council at ACB. Yeah, we yeah. don't like that. Okay, sorry, Jace. So uh, they come in, they do their kind of initial thing. They take the blood pressure. They, it's pretty high. Obviously, I'm 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 having a traumatic event, uh, and um, I think that they kind of they're they're kind of tr are trying to talk me out of going to the hospital. They're they're like, I think we got vertigo here, um, and the hospital is pretty packed man we were just there and we might just have to take you right to the waiting room and i'm like i hear you man i i didn't want to go trust me i don't want to go to the fucking hospital i certainly don't want to go in an ambulance but i'm like with your kids or can the kids stay home Which well kids by this time i had alerted uh i had alerted of my situation and a grandparent had come over okay okay so a grandparent was in the house thank goodness and uh and I'm like, I don't, I, I don't want to go either, but I think some, like, I, I can't just lay here like this. Like, what's the resolution? Does this just, I even asked him, like, does it just go away? He's like, man, we don't know. Could be, I've no, he's like, I've never had it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, uh, hold on. Let me Google that real quick for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it says you got a good 48 to potentially 96 hours. Yeah. Which I could you. not 
I was not willing to to suffer in this way during that time. So they um they're like, all right. I said, let's let's go. Oh, I'm I'm gonna do it. And they're like, well, here's the deal. We can't get the stretcher up in the house. Uh, got kind of a weird house design. I do like it's a very sharp ninety degree turn in a hallway into my room. It's going to require that I get up and walk out there. It's raining, did by you, the way. Did you stop to ask them what would happen in a situation where the stretcher was non-optional? I think he said something like... Did they get the, the field medic uh, cot thing where one grabs a handle, the handles but, on one side and... I don't... They would have had to, like, turn me sideways to do that. Like, I don't know what they would have done. But it is a did thought you, for my next house. Did you tell them, hey, uh, run over to the garage, hit the button, y'all can pull around back? I Afterwards, I thought about that, that because yeah. there is a straight shot from the bedroom to the garage. So they, they yeah. could have done that, uh, but I, I didn't think about it at the time. If so, you really, really actually, like, emergency got to get you out of there as opposed to help you out. I bet they would have gone through the house and said, yeah, we'll go through here. But yeah, they, definitely. they figured, they figured, Hey, we can help him walk out. That's probably yeah. what they were thinking. I didn't think I'd be able to, but I was, I was like, I'm going to do it. And they grabbed my hand, pulled me up from the laying position, which dude, not good, not a good feeling. But once I was standing upright, as long as I kept my face completely straight. So if I walk like a robot, it was doable. By the way, the nausea had hit hard by this point. Mm. Mm. So uh, so he goes, put a hand on my shoulder. I'll walk you out. I had a hand on the shoulder of this little firefighter who's walking me out, traverse the steps out in the front of my house, laid down on this uh, this gurney as the rain is hitting me straight in the face. <laughs> and I'm like, this is my life now. That's the I'm like, this is. This is the sprinkler at Disney World. What is this? Is the sprinkler at Disney World, dude? I'm on a gurney, and it's raining on my face. It's raining straight because I'm under a tree, so it's yeah. You're under drops. the you're under a collection point of the yes. tree too, so it's not just like little drops. It's like no, it's 15 like drops, hardcore, gigantic <laughs> drops straight on the face. And I'm like, oh, hey, man, I want to barf so for, bad. For for nearly four years, Brad, we give old pal jace a hard time because sometimes he just says he doesn't bring any content although he frequently does but then when he brings the content that makes us laugh the most it's it's him telling a story of suffering it's, it's my own misery it's always the most beaten like yeah. every time. I've, there's got to be a part a of you life. though that the the there's got to be a part of you now by the time this time like in the back of your head like well, at least I got this part. This this part of the week figured out. Like I, yeah. at this least I got. Yeah, at least I got fifteen minutes I could give to the guys now. That may have crossed my mind. I don't remember. As the acid <laughs> rain just drips down his forehead, and he can't even lift his hand to wipe it off, so it's starting to itch a little bit. And so, so my eyes are closed. Did I did. They put I you in the neck eyes. stabilizer. No, no, no. Okay. But they get you up in the ambulance, and it's like a five-minute drive over to Methodist. The guy's sitting there back back there with you, and he's like, man, uh, you know, you don't have any stroke symptoms. You seem okay. Like, we'll get you fixed up. Don't worry. You know, what are you doing for the Cowboys game? You, uh, you know what they do? I will tell you this. You know what they do? Hey, tell me your your social security number. Uh, let me go and get your address. Let me. Uh, they're starting to, like, take information that they're going to use for their reports. And I'm like, dude, this is not... This is not the time. It doesn't feel like the right time. <coughs> I appreciate uh, the the I appreciate the intent though because you're gonna have to do it. For sure. For sure. So I'll I'll finish the story up pretty quickly. But I we get to the hospital. The hospital is jam-packed. So I go directly back to the emergency room, but it's so busy that there are no rooms available. So they just leave you on the gurney in the hallway. And there are like gurneys lined up between rooms in the hallway. Nightmare. Nightmare. So I'm on my side anyway. I'm facing the wall and I'm like, I'm just staring at the wall. Just like they put an IV in. They give me some fluids. They give me some. What I found out now is just Dramamine. And I feel better quickly. But they're like, me, bud. I know. They're like, hey, you're good. Uh, I felt better. I was still very nauseous. I still don't feel great. There's something going on with something that's causing this. 
vertigo is a symptom of something else, usually inner ear related. And they're like, Hey, go talk to an EMT, uh, any, uh, ear, nose and throat doctor. And, uh, and that's it. You can go home. So I, I went home. Didn't it, it basically end? Didn't it basically, was it Rocco Baldelli? Yeah. Braves? That's it right. basically yeah. kind of ended, ended his career. And there was an, I think there was a guy with the Braves back in the nineties that fought it too. It's Ryan Klesko's jump name is jumping in my head, but I don't think it was him. I told I Jace, I worked with a guy who was at work. And I, I wasn't there because I was driving, but I came back and I see the ambulance pulling out. Dude full-blown fell down, and the messed up part about it is that he hit his head. Like, dealt with the vertigo, but, like, you're a six-foot man, and you just fall straight down, and your head is what is... Con I think he hit his desk. Your head is what contacts the, mm. the fall. Like that's where the, the landing part of the fall is. That's that very likely could be some serious issues. I think he had to get stitches. Yeah. To, oh, it could be bad, dude. Depending on like how it, it affects close him you. up. Yeah. That's it's it's not good. So I I survived, guys. I'm I am struggling even now. Like I still feel just not quite right. Just like uneven or guys just like weird float head kind of not good in 1990 with the braves i said it was the braves it was yeah. nick isaski i don't the remember nick isaski klesko isaski my brain was trying yeah it's weird man i i don't i want us to be able to i don't i don't want a lot of technology but i want us to be able to upload our brains into something that'll help understand where that comes from that a guy with sk in his last name played for the braves and had vertigo 35 years ago yours especially your brain especially not mine so much they call it neuro spicy jace i had a friend of mine that i grew up with that had vertigo for a little bit and i don't see him that often but i should ask him next time i see him like what was the because i remember him telling the story i don't know several years back and uh it was like it came and whatever happened happened and it was he hated it and it was terrible and then it just it was fixed uh but i don't know what the actual cause was the crazy thing is as you guys know i'm a medical guy right i love the medical oh, stuff yeah. so yeah. i have looked into vertigo a little bit and one of the potential causes i don't know if this is the one that i have or not is that there are these little crystals that that are in your ear that sort of help with hearing and and other things like little tiny little crystals and there's also a tube in your ear that's filled with fluid and this okay. tube the fluid helps you like have spatial awareness and sort of understand where you are when you're moving and all that stuff it helps your brain understand the signals like it's the thing that tells your brain that you're moving that makes well, sense. when those and they in the the fluid doesn't move normally until you're moving well this crystal will like float into that tube on accident and cause the mm. the fluid to move which tells your brain that you're moving Ugh. when you're not moving and that's what uh that's what creates the dizziness and the the bad the you bad got stuff. float crystal i got float I crystal i don't know why they call it vertigo it's called float crystal <laughs> it's a better name for it we are uh we're nearing the end can i weave a little yarn about a dadism for you guys real quick Love that well that's a great ending to this show you know how sometimes like uh so the genesis is that like my wife for whatever reason another brad bragging montage i don't know she's really going all out with my presents this year and she keeps stacking them up and she's like look at look at this you see that stack over there for you this is this is fairly it's non-typical okay i'm not saying we don't get each other stuff but a stack that's not and if there is a stack it's usually like my stack for her is taller because I, I, honestly she probably has a hard time coming up with stuff for me because we've talked about this before do you do you just sit there and want for stuff no you just buy or it do you, you just go get it right yeah, yeah we we Courtney and I several years back just started kind of getting each other stocking stuffers and maybe like a one-off thoughtful thing we saw while we were shopping for the kids. And that's, we just leave it at that because of that exact reason. So this year we're kind of, 
maybe amplifying the stocking tradition and the stocking tradition is going to turn into like a, a second phase of Christmas gifting at night. I don't know. I'm trying something new. Whatever. I go with it. I love Christmas. I'm not here acting like I'm beaten down. I flipping love Christmas and Molly is tremendous at making good Christmas. So do not take me wrong here, but I see the gifts stacking up and I'm confident in my stack, but sometimes it's a very grower, not a shower type situation. Like, yeah, of course. What's what's inside that counts? Yeah, you got to like the stack itself looks fairly like tame, but I know what's in the stack. Yeah. But while yeah. it's sitting there, that stack versus her, she got to show her stack. Yeah. Okay. Her stack is showing. My my stack is going to grow and deliver hardcore. Showing. Yeah. Hers like, is showing. Blow her out of the water. Right. Absolutely. Right now, right now your stack has a little flop wiener. Yeah, yeah we are. We wieners. definitely got some flop wiener flop sack happening on my. But stack, when it, but okay? when the time comes mm-hmm. to open the presents, you're not going to be wearing a hospital gown. No, exactly. And you're going to be. You're going to be so fully manicured, ready to roll. So I go to Target and I tell myself I just got to run in and out of Target. I do an online order. I got to run in and out of Target, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I don't really care. I'm going right in and out of Target. I don't care what time of day, year it is. That's what's happening. Okay. What's wrong with you? That never happens. Stop. You know how sometimes, like when you go out to eat with the family, you'll be like, uh, table for four. And they'll be like, okay, that'll be 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Is that okay with you? And you'll be like, yeah, we will accept this beating that is sitting in your restaurant lobby. For the next 30 minutes, like peasants, until you tell us we can have a table for food. We will do that. And so you sit Mm -hmm. there for the next 30 minutes, and you wait for your turn, and you get a table. Sometimes you walk in, though. It's magic, right? And you say, table for four. And what do they say? Right this way. Follow me, sir. You sit down at the table. Server comes over, says, hi, I'm Ashley. You don't want any drinks. You order your suds or your sweet tea, whatever kind of guy you are. I don't know what kind of guy you are. I don't know what your scene is. Happy to have gotten a table immediately. Your wife takes her hand, maybe takes your hand, maybe puts it on her thigh. Oh, okay. You see, she wants the bad guy tonight. Maybe you order some brown drink. I don't know. I'm not, I don't, I don't know what y'all's life is. Keep the magic alive. However, however it takes, I do whatever it takes. I, I don't know. But you're surveying the space. You've been there for about 15 minutes. I just hope you're doing better than than ordering a bourbon in a in a four seat booth at Applebee's as you're keeping the magic alive. That's all I'm hoping for. Fair Dollar enough. Large, but if dude. that's but if that's your life, that's your life. I'm not here to yeah, judge. Absolutely, do what you got to do. But you're sitting there, so you've got your drinks. You got the table. You didn't have to wait. Everybody's getting settled and acclimated. We figured out the menu. You look around and you see the the entryway over there and you've noticed a congregation of like 15 to 20 people have gathered. And you've been there for about 15 minutes. You're settled. You got your chair. You got your table with your family. It's lovely, right? And as you see that group of like 15 to 20 people, a grin washes over your face. It's a it's a pregnant grin. It is a grin that is ready to share. And you take your eyes from that congregation of 15 to 20 people and you point your gaze and your grin back at the table. Mm-hmm. Big old shit eating grin you got yeah. on your face. Yeah. And you point it back at the table. Maybe clear your throat. <clears throat> Look at your family. Grin on your face. Well, looks like we got here just in time. Oh, doesn't it? yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. They Absolutely. look over and they see it and everybody just joins in the adulation. Wow. We got lucky. Look at it's us. High fives all around. We mm-hmm. beat the crowd. Beating the crowd. Kids are man. cheering. Wife everybody loves when you beat the crowd. Yeah. Let me take you to Target in Rowlett, Texas. Right off of a little road. The fuck are you doing over there? That Jesus. sounds not. That sounds horrible to me. <laughs> what are we doing? Rowlett is halfway to Shreveport from here. First of all, 
target <laughs> like there dude there's a target every six miles there's what? a t- there are two targets within five minutes of him he's what? he's 100 correct but what but but i hopped this online a, and this was a pickup at store location x today deal see yeah. what's in stock show me where it's in stock yeah. it's in stock here I agree with everything you guys are saying. Jace, you're 100% correct. I could go northeast and there's a target. I could go directly south of me and there's a target, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I say, I, you know what? I'm going to do it. Place the order. Set it for pickup next day. Don't have time to get over there next day. Get the email that says, you got one more day to pick this bad boy up for we're, we're abandoning. I go out to Rowlett for work fairly often. So to make a little stop in, Big roadhead uh, area. Yeah, a lot of roadhead happening out there. That's oh yeah, Uh, sixty six. That's what it's known for. Um, Your boy sees the target. He's already made a run that he had to do. He said, "I'm gonna hit the target on the way back." Your boy's pulling up to the parking lot of the target, and like, I am undeterred. I am gonna be in and out of this place. I show up. I've got to. What's a more timely reference? What do I want? I I was going to say my initial thought was I got a Walter Payton in the parking lot once I'm out of the car. There's that many people, Mm -hmm. right? Walter Payton doesn't qualify. I mean, Barry Sanders, at least like I'm in and out, right? No line, no no blocking. I got got olds like, you know, creep walking. I got Mm. moms that are afraid to back out because there's people in the parking lot. I'm just. I don't care. I, I'm kind of losing my manners that I would typically have. Okay. Get to the door. Somebody is creeping. I did the almost tremendously embarrassing thing of approaching the sliding door too fast. <laughs> where you've got to hit the brakes because it didn't catch you. And I almost clip, almost clip, but we're good. We're good. Kind of turn I a don't little sideways it. just to make sure. Yeah. You just kind turn of the shoulders. Yeah. Just if I had vertigo, turn. I would have fallen over by this yeah, point. Yeah, definitely. Okay? Can't do that right now. Yep. I walk right up to the customer service desk. I'm like, look at this shit. It's empty. Are you kidding I feel me? Like, I feel like you're you're as you're sliding through the door, you're thinking about rotating your hips like you're running a route. Yeah, yeah you're doing Dak, everything is just locked. He's in. doing that Dak Prescott pregame hip thing that he does. He's doing that as he walks through the door. Yeah. He's trying in my to be head, I'm like, shift your weight, precise. shift your weight. Yeah, quick twitch, quick, quick, yeah. I get to the customer service. Mind you, I'm moving so fast. I walk past all the signs. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. Get to feeling the customer good. service desk. You're feeling I got the barcode. Right I'm the only one there. She's yeah, like, uh, feeling- what do you got? I said, I got a pickup order. She goes, oh, Mm. we're doing uh pickup orders down by the cafe on the other side of the store now. Oh, that's okay. I'm so sorry. I should have, I, I noticed the sign now that you said, I'm so sorry. Oh, don't worry. You're just fine. Good luck. Uh, uh Oh no. Good oh, luck. No. Hmm. You've been to the front of a target where there's customer service, where there's cafe cafe. A lot of times they're on opposite ends. That's a decent walk, right? My first job at the target cafe, by the way, first big job. That sounds fun. It's well. a decent walk from one end of a target to the other, mm-hmm. right? Especially in Rowlett. Big targets out there. It's a new yeah, super you know, target. Yeah. A lot of space out there, you know. You're in the exurbs at that point. So I'm walking. I'm walking. I don't really see where the, the, the pickup counter is cut out as I'm walking. And I see the, the cafe counter. I'm like, where is this? And then I get right to the cafe counter. Walk right up to the little kiosk. And the lady goes, how can I help you? I'm looking back. There is nothing but packages on walls as far as you can see. Mm-hmm. They got carts. They got packages on the floor. Sure, the barcode. 15 seconds later, it's in my hand. Okay. I go to retrace my walk. I get about 10 steps into my walk. I turn around. And I see no less than 25 people all at one time, like zombie walk into the pickup order right there like i'm not kidding like it all just came together perfectly whereas i am like if i had on a trench coat my tail would have slapped one of them in the face that's how close i am to this situation and it's like living right right there 25 people all congregate all at once i put my fist in the air Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i just whispered it to myself 
I just whispered it to myself. Looks like I got here. Oh, it's beautiful. God, it's beautiful. Hold on, hold on, Rylan. We we need to wait 15 seconds before we can hear you because of our technology problems. Hold on. Nice little outro. What about now? Oh, yeah, you're fine now. Sounds great. Same thing happened. Same thing happened to me yesterday at Weinberger's. My family was gone, and I it was my first chance to actually Christmas shop. And of course, me being stupid, I thought I really want a, one of my favorite sandwiches, which happens to be in the middle of Grapevine, where there's Christmas everything all the time. And I thought this could be a, a problem. And I got there at like you know a little after one o'clock, and it felt really normal. And then by the time I sat down to wait on my food, the line was out the door, and then some. So. I this just goes to show, exploration, guys. Man, you you guys have been good dads this year. You're dadding it up well, and you deserve it to arrive just in time. Dad Jesus shown his face upon us right. for our good deeds over the year. Merry Christmas, we- happy holidays. I feel like it's unlikely that we will record next week because I've got a hell of a four day swing coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, headed north, headed headed south, both. Uh, Dr. Pepper, I can record probably day day trip to Waco. Okay, if if I'm gonna record, it's gonna have to be. We'll do this offline. Why are we doing this? Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody! Thank you for listening all year. Seriously, you're the best. We are the. This is fun, isn't this fun? That we it's get to tremendously do this all year. Fun. Yeah, yeah. It's it's wonderfully fun. Thank you for the support. Thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully, you'll continue to do so. Uh, hopefully, you will uh, tell your mom. Because that's what we do. Uh, yeah, shouts out to my my fellow coitus champions. Thank you for doing this all yes. these years. Please give your wife an inappropriate hug for me. Tell her I said Merry Christmas softly. Cup like whisper it in her, her ear. Cup her little buttocks. And just like whisper it in her ear. I'll do the same for you. Um, we'll holler at y'all next time. Tell your mom to listen. Bring the bread. Go to Arby's. Keep it tight.